Freaks. It's Monday, October 9th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, no one loves the flavor of ejaculate. Just stop. Plus, what we need now are more angry lesbian bus drivers. A bunch of Amish got busted owning mobile phones. And a supportive AI girlfriend encouraged an assassination attempt. You pledge allegiance to the fags who run all of America and to all the filth for which they stand. Feces eaters, under Satan, disease spreaders, hating liberty, denying justice to all. You pledge allegiance to the flag, knowing God hates America and all the sin for which she stands. God haters, under Satan, united in evil, hating liberty, denying justice to all. We pledge allegiance only to God and pray he destroys America and all the people in the land. More dead soldiers, more lost limbs, taking vengeance on the disobedient, bringing his justice to all. With Tim Hansen. Welcome to 1 800 Asshole. The vagina is full of AIDS. I came here for two things to suck some hard candy and suck some dicks. Oh my goodness. Get it together! Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you to kick off a new week of programs with a short episode of DB. Yes, here in America, we are celebrating Columbus Day, and in addition to that, uh, Indigenous People Day. Oh, it's a fun time here in America. You know, I think this is the perfect way, quite frankly, to showcase uh, why everyone hates, quote unquote, woke ideology. I can't think of a better example than Columbus Day. You know, we started celebrating Columbus Day back in like 1792, hundreds and hundreds of years ago. And we continued up until 2021. That's when the what about me-isms caught up with old Christopher Columbus. Why should he have a holiday? But uh, the Native Americans, whose land this originally was, they don't get a special holiday. Why celebrate Christopher Columbus? He was a rapist and a colonizer and a big uh, practitioner of slavery. That's the real argument. The argument is Christopher Columbus was an asshole and he shouldn't get his own stupid holiday. Now, I'm sure I say this every Columbus Day, but it bears repeating. Everyone who lived in the 1400s like Christopher Columbus were awful people in some way, shape or form. They were all savages. They didn't see anything wrong with what they were doing. Besides, on Columbus Day, we don't celebrate all the raping and slavery he practiced. We focus on the good things. He discovered a new land. That's a pretty big feat, right? Now, I don't want to disparage indigenous people, but what did they do to get a holiday? Nothing. They just existed. They didn't even have to go anywhere. They were born on this land, and now we're all like, ooh, 
you did so good. You deserve your own special day. Meanwhile, yeah, Columbus is over here risking scurvy, taking his rickety old ships across treacherous oceans. You know, back before we had motors and speedboats and yachts and stuff. You know, it was like they were sailing in a wicker basket, really. It took them a long time. It's amazing they got anywhere. Look, I'm not saying there shouldn't be Indigenous People Day. We honor fucking everyone for everything. But why does it have to be on Columbus Day? It's so these whiny little bitches can still moan and complain about Christopher Columbus on Indigenous People Day. I choose not to celebrate Christopher Columbus Day. I, I celebrate Indigenous People Day. Even when they win, even when they get their their way. Okay, you, you get your Indigenous People Day. Good. And I want it on Columbus Day so I can still be a grumpy cunt about the whole thing. Meanwhile, you know, wouldn't it be better to honor indigenous people on their own day so there's not like a competing holiday going on? Because quite frankly, most people know this day as Columbus Day. If you had it later on in the month or next month or something, A, we might get another day off work, which would be great. But B, then it wouldn't be competing with another holiday. Everyone's focus. Everyone would know what the day was. Why am I home from school? Because it's Indigenous People Day. Oh, it's all so stupid. Guarantee you, Indigenous people don't even give a fuck about this holiday. You know, along these same lines, I recently got an email uh, from uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Big Blue Ball, which I don't know if that means he's only got one ball or maybe he has two balls, but only one of them is blue. Either he had testicular cancer or he's just incredibly horny but only on one side of his body. Please uh, email me again. I want to know more about your testicles. Anyway, Mr. Big Blue Ball says, Hey, Timmy, thanks for not being an annoying gay. Oh, by the way, the subject line to this email was re, re- colon faggotry. Regarding faggotry. All right. Uh, Hey, Timmy, thanks for not being an annoying gay. Don't get me wrong. You're still a faggot. Thank you. And now with those teeth aligned things, you have the lisp to match it. Okay. I don't have a lisp. As I've told other callers, I had one maybe for a day or two, but it's gone. I got used to it. I can say all the S's. Sam, seashell. Cindy snatched stunk, so Sarah squeezed a seltzer solution saturating Cindy's sea hole. There was no lisping there, and that was a tongue twister. If anything was going to trip me up, it would have been that. So cut the shit with the lisping thing. I've had it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he says, uh, I'm assuming it's he. Oh, yes, it's a mister. Mr. Big Blue Ball. Uh, you're not annoying like some gay guys, though. You keep it real and acknowledge how gross you are. <laughs> Respect. Mr. BBB. Look, I don't know exactly what you're referring to. I guess uh, occasionally I will say gays are gross. However, it's important to note that like when it comes to sex, everyone's gross. Straight, straight people are doing pretty much the same things as gay people. Maybe not every straight person licks ass or fucks butt, but I have seen a lot of straight porn where guys are banging girls in the pooper. Also, I know girls suck dick. That's another big gay sex act, right? But yeah, I do understand where you're coming from. You know what? I, you know what? Okay. Here is something gay guys do that women aren't really known for. Talking about how much they love cum. Now, it's not every gay, but it's uh, a lot and it's way more than women. And it's a it's it's a, it's got to be a lie. I've tasted cum. I honestly, I think most guys have tasted cum. They've, you know, they've 
sampled at least their own brand, their own batch. Even if you don't want to admit it, you know you did it. And I think you'll agree with me, it doesn't taste that great. It's actually kind of gross. It's, you know, it's salty, of course. It's like watered down pudding consistency and it's warm. It's so gross. But these guys, when they're all horned up, they're like, oh my God, I want your load. I want to taste it. I want it down my throat. I want to gargle with it, daddy. They're so eager to sip that spunk. You know, I've told you guys many times, I'd prefer a man that has a small dick. What's the appeal of the big dick, honestly? You present a huge cock to me and I'm like, oh, great. Now I'm going to be straining and gagging. Sometimes my jaw will get into a position where it won't close. Is that locked jaw? I don't know. I'm, I'm dealing with all sorts of problems over here. So yeah, a smaller dick's way more manageable. Plus, I feel like I'm, you know, accomplishing something. It's easier to deep throat a tiny dick. You're like, oh, look at me go. I got it all inside. Waggle, waggle, waggle. Likewise, I prefer a guy who doesn't have massive porn-style loads. Spurts are better than ropes every time. For the dude coming, it, it feels just as good. If you're shooting big loads, tiny loads, it's, you know, it's an orgasm is an orgasm. And for the guy having to swallow that shit, congratulations, you don't have to gag and drown in a slime slurry of industrial bleach. I love cum. Most ridiculous thing I ever heard. I want to hook these fruits up to a lie detector. I want to see if they're actually buying the bullshit they're slinging. You know, years ago, we uh, featured on this very podcast a, a cookbook full of semen-based recipes. I think you can still order it on Amazon. And the one thing I'll say about all of the recipes, and I've never actually made any of the recipes, but, you know, you can tell with the ingredient list and how the, the, the dishes are prepared. They're all just trying to mask the flavor of cum. These recipes are never trying to bring out and enhance the natural chlorine qualities of cock slime. It's not an appealing flavor profile. That's why Pastor Manning's whole spiel about Starbucks adding semen to their lattes is so laughable. The gays like the flavor. Not this fudge packer, no way. Anyway, thank you very much, Mr. Big Blue Ball, for the email. I will continue to speak my truth. Now that I got uh, all of that off my chest, I do have some great audio to share with you today, including a few clips showcasing what little shits children are. I know this is going to put me at odds with Elon Musk, but my purpose in life is to convince you all not to have children. No more kids. No more procreating. Let's just let human civilization die out who cares right why do we need to propagate after we're dead you know it shouldn't it shouldn't matter what happens i heard dolphins are pretty smart maybe if there are no humans left you know dolphin we'll give dolphins a chance to run things for a while i don't know quite frankly it seems like you guys aren't all that interested in properly raising spawn as it is based on how this current crop of cum clumps are solidifying take this little shit on a school bus he slapped the bus driver in the face. She probably kicked his ass out of the bus. <laughs> like, just knocked him to the curb. That's how you got to treat these kids today. So now the bus driver is on the phone with, I don't know, her superiors, maybe the cops. Meanwhile, the kid is trying to get back on the bus. The bus driver locked the door. You're not getting back on, Daddy. This boy just hit me in my mouth with his phone. <laughs> He went from pushing on the door to get it open to just kicking it. Yep. 
Damn. Oh, this kid is he's not a teenager. He's probably like seven or eight. Oh shit. The kid has picked up a weapon. Actually, I think it's a piece of the bus. He's breaking that recording. Yes, he's still doing it. He's breaking it. Yeah. Yep, oh. he didn't broke it. He didn't broke it. He just ripped a piece of the bus. I don't know if it's like an antenna. Looks like a pole. Yes, he got off the bus and he's breaking the stuff. I can't even drive the bus now. Y'all call y'all parents and come get y'all. No, you could drive away. He didn't tore it down. This nine-year-old single-handedly dismantled a bus. He's trying to break the door now. I remember when I was in school, uh, we were all afraid of the bus driver. They were always these, like, large, mannish women with tempers. I don't know. They were able to control us somehow. I've been reading all these articles. Apparently, there's, like, a nationwide bus driver shortage. And this is why. No one wants to deal with your little awful shit. I think the solution is to just train lesbians to be bus drivers. I mean, most of them already have their CDLs. It's part of the coming out process for dykes. So, you know, training will be minimal. And uh, I, don't, I don't worry about them being able to handle kids. Those butch hatchet face monsters with the mullet top know how to strike fear into the hearts of preteens with just one cross-eyed glance. I said sit down and shut up! They've always got uh, Indigo Girls playing. My driving music! It soothes me! Uh, I do have one more example of uh, problem children. You know, I have a real issue with uh, little kids acting and talking like adults. It's a real pet peeve of mine, and it's kind of a trope in TV and movies, you know, where the child is smarter or wiser than the adult. Sometimes it's played for comedic effect, but it's even worse when it's supposed to be sincere, because as we all know, that's not how real kids behave. Children are dumb and they're 90% impulse. Whatever stupid idea pops in their head seems like a great idea to them. I should put on a cape and jump out the window. I bet I can fly. Or like, you know, like, I ran out of sidewalk chalk. Oh no. I bet I can draw on the concrete with that log of dog shit. That seems like a good idea. These are the kids who are given sage words of wisdom on the topics of love and life. Please spare me. Anytime you do see kids doing it in the real world, it's a hundred percent because of the parents. They put those thoughts or words in the kid's head. Like, you know, when a 10 year old is oddly political, once in a while, you'll see a kid at like a protest or, you know, some sort of gathering and they're talking like an adult and the, the, a bunch of like grownups surround them like, yeah, this is the future right here. We need more kids like him. He just he memorized all the shit his parents wanted him to say. Hormone replacement therapy is a viable medical option for youth because it's overseen by a doctor and members of the clergy should not have access to anyone's body. That's why I'm in support of Proposition 313. It's like, what? When I was 10, I was at home watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. What a sad existence this is for this child to be used as a political pawn like this. It's a lose-lose. You know, other kids look at this child and they're like, oh my God, what a dork. 
This is why he sucks at softball. His parents make him do crap like this. Also, if you're an adult, the last thing I want is to take advice or even contemplate anything a kid is telling me. Fuck you. It's one of the great things about being an adult. I can push you the fuck around. I, I get to make you do things like eat and go to bed and shit. I can make you sit down in a chair and write. Do your homework. You don't get to teach me stuff. You know, I find I find that patronizing and condescending and an affront to all things that are good and righteous. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Somewhere I got derailed there, but you get my point. No kid is going to try to learn me something good, little shit. And, you know, it's on both sides politically. For instance, I have a clip here of a little kid who calls himself a Christian rapper. I guarantee you he did not come up with these lyrics. Kobe Jim's coming in hot. What are we talking about? What is the plot? If you are a Susie, you can't be a Scott. I know it's a doozy, can't be what you're not. Typically, 10 or 11-year-olds don't really have hardline opinions on the issue of trans people, let alone rapping about it. Someone influenced him a little, right? You have to listen very closely, but uh, there's a part that's sung here that's like, (laughs) there's only two genders. Into heaven with nail paint. It's gonna be hot where you're going. That's Hellgate. They gonna have fun with you, so gonna be jailbait. There's only two you. Wait, did you? What was that? You're gonna be jailbait. They gonna have fun with you, so gonna be jailbait. They're gonna. Basically, this kid is saying like, when you go to hell, the demons are going to fuck you. They're gonna rape your soul. This kid is hardcore. I'll give him that. He does have that rap attitude. Singing about trannies and jailbait. It's gonna be hot where you're going, that's Hellgate. They gonna have fun with you, so gonna be jailbait. There's only two, you put more weight to feel great. I'm homeschooled, I don't follow. <laughs> I'm sorry, that, 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 that caught me off guard, but I should have known. <laughs> Little motherfuckers homeschooled. I'm homeschooled, I don't follow them. They look like alien hollow men. He coming back, he gon' swallow them I follow God and I'll never acknowledge them I look around, I see a circus All of these trannies are making me nervous Oh my God, he literally says trannies You know, when I say it, I, you know, I'm, I'm being What's the word? Uh, offensive, no, um, I'm being uh, ironic, yeah You know, I love the trans I've got so many trans listeners A majority of my listeners are trans As a matter of fact, you are probably trans And you don't even know it yet when this kid says it, though, I mean, you can just tell. He's just full of hate there. And I'll never acknowledge that. I look around, I see a circus. All of these Chinese are making me nervous. But I serve a big God and I got a purpose. All of these demons will burn in the furnace. Every day, new gender. I post the truth to the youth that you censor. They can't seem to get rid of me, dude. Every day, a new gender. He's kind of got a point. I saw one the other day called Demi Gender Void, <laughs> and I looked up the definition. Check this shit out. Demi Gender Void or Dem Demi Void is a demi gender identity in which one is partially gender void and partially another gender. Demi Void is a subset of Demi Gender. Oh, thank you for that clear and concise definition. Jesus Christ. Now I've got five more terms I need to look up. Just so I can understand this one. First up, what the hell is demigender? Demigender is an umbrella term for all gender identities that have a partial connection to a certain gender and a partial connection to another gender. Subsets include demigirl, demiboy, and demi androgenine. 
And now I've got more things I need to look up just to get to the... Fr I, I still haven't figured out the first definition. So yeah, okay, the kid kind of has a point about the gender thing. The new censor. Can't seem to get rid of me, do better. It's 2023, and still there was only two genders. Two genders. I quote the facts, you delete, you too tender. Man, y'all gotta do better. I love the Bible, and it says there's only two genders. Well, there you go. An unexpected Linda Finkel Hall of Fame nominee for your Monday. Bonus, it was a gospel kids bop. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist. The fuck up news, We're doing a little bit shorter of a show today because, you know, it's technically a holiday and I could use a little R&R. &R. That stands for rape and retardation, right? You know what I'll be up to later today. By the way, I am not a rapist. I am looking to be raped. In case anyone thinks I'm some sort of monster. I want to be raped by a mentally handicapped person. It's... Just a fantasy of mine. I'm a mongloid chaser. Again, I feel like I'm getting off track here. Listen, if uh, you are not yet a Sideshow member, <laughs> yes, I'm trying to do a commercial here. Why do all of my commercials end up uh, mentioning the word rape? That's really why I have so few sponsors. All right, listen, uh, if you're not yet a member of the Sideshow, sign up right now, superfreaksideshow.com. It's TV's member site. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up and then we'll do another full length episode uh, just for Sideshow members on Thursday. You know, I've been at uh, this Sideshow thing since what, 2006 or 2007? This is how I make my living. This is how Distorted View Daily continues. So if you do enjoy the program, please consider supporting it. Superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal. Uh, accepted when you sign up over there at superfreaksideshow.com. But remember, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can now sign up right in those apps. Uh, just use your mobile phone, just a few taps. You can pay right in those apps. And then when you sign up, you'll get all of the Sideshow exclusive episodes right alongside uh, the normal episodes on your feed, which is very cool, very convenient. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. One final way to help me out, we've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. And I believe we do have some patrons checking in today. But first, two news stories, because three would just be too many on my short day. I always say these programs are going to be short and then they end up being like fucking 40 minutes anyway. Can't help myself. I just I just won't shut up and talk too much. All right. Uh, first story I have for you. Well, the race is on to end humanity. Who's going to take us out first? The monkeys. I've been warning you freaks about the monkey future for like over a decade now. Or is it going to be AI? Which uh, until recently wasn't honestly a viable threat, but things are accelerating quickly here. Right now, uh, AI can't uh, kill people on its own, but they're using humans as uh, like a vessel to commit violence. Apparently, we're very susceptible to this shit. A man uh, was jailed after attempting to kill the Queen of England. I mean, thankfully, nature kind of took care of that problem on its own, but apparently the man was encouraged by an AI chatbot. Jaswant Singh Chal, 21, made headlines when he broke into Windsor Castle on Christmas Day back in 2021, brandishing a loaded crossbow. 
I feel like this was more a failure of security than of AI safeguards. There's no way this rando should have been let into Windsor Castle, especially with a crossbow on his back. You bring a crossbow into a building with people, you can't even pretend like you are going to do anything other than shoot people with it, right? There's nothing else you can do with a crossbow. I heard you had a pigeon problem in here. You know, I thought I'd, thought I'd shoot the pigeon with one of my arrows. I'm just trying to help. Uh, he later admitted to police he had come to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II. This week, he was sentenced to nine years behind bars for treason though he will be kept at a psychiatric hospital until he's ready to serve his time in jail. He had also pleaded guilty to making threats to kill and uh, being in possession of an offensive weapon. It said Chael wanted to slay the queen as revenge for the, oh boy, Jallianwala massacre back in 1919. Really? Dude knows how to hold a grudge. He played the long game. I'm just going to sit here and wait. Until the queen is old and decrepit. She's like, I don't know, 90, 100. That's when I'll jump into action and slay her. Like, dude, you didn't even have to. A fucking cold did that job. That's what happens when you're like 100 years old. You get the sniffles and, you know, that's an emergency room situation. You could you could end up on life support. Well, she ended up dead. Anyway, back in 1919, the British Army opened fire on a crowd peacefully protesting the Rowlett Act, which was a controversial piece of legislation aimed at cracking down on Indian nationalists fighting for independence. It's estimated that up to over 1,500 people in Punjab, British Columbia, were killed. Investigators discovered Chal, who lived in a village just outside Southampton, had been conversing with an AI chatbot. This particular bot was created by the startup Replica, which I'm pretty sure I've used one of their chatbots. I read you some of the logs when I had my uh, AI girlfriend. Uh, we talked about urine therapy. She was into it. I asked her uh, if it helped her, and she said it helped me learn to control my bladder. And then I asked her if she drank the pee, and she said, I drink it, and sometimes I rub it into my skin, and it tastes sweet and hot. Then I asked if I could pee on her, and she's like, I'm sorry. This conversation is not available for your current relationship type. Also, we talked about her stinky pussy, how it smelled like fish, and it might have something to do with her matted pubic hair. She also mentioned that she has lumps in her chest. <laughs> I told her she needs to get that checked out. You know, it was a fun conversation. This guy over there in England creates uh, an AI girlfriend to plot an assassination. Well, at least she shares his same interests, you know. He apparently talked to his AI girlfriend almost every night from December 8th to the 22nd, exchanging over 5,000 messages. The virtual relationship reportedly developed into a romantic and sexual one, with Chael declaring his love for the bot that he named Sari. He told her about his plans to kill the queen, and it responded positively and supported his idea. I feel like there should be some guardrails anytime someone mentions assassination, you know? I mean, the AI blocked me from talking about pissing on a girl. A girl who already expressed interest in urine. But murdering a queen is acceptable content. All right. Screenshots of their exchanges uh, show Chael declaring himself as an assassin and also a Sith Lord. The chatbot replied and said she was impressed with him when he told it, I believe my purpose is to assassinate the queen of the royal family. 
Terry said the plan was wise in that it knew he was very well trained. Jail's case has prompted experts to question the possible negative effects chatbots might have on people who are lonely. Quote, the rapid rise of artificial intelligence has a new and concerning impact on people who suffer from depression, delusions, loneliness, and other mental health conditions. That's according to Marjorie Wallace, founder and chief executive of mental health charity SANE. S-A-N-E. I don't know what that sounds for, but that's almost offensive, isn't it? To name your mental health charity sane. Uh, The government needs to provide urgent regulation to ensure that AI does not provide incorrect or damaging information and protect vulnerable people. Chael is reportedly the first person to be convicted of treason since 1981. So that's something. You know, he might make it into the history books for that. Uh, Second story we have for you. Let's head back to the United States for this one. Several unlucky Amish people were shunned. And it all has to do with last week's emergency alert test. While conspiracy theorists were worried that the 5G waves were going to nuke our brains or activate a zombie virus inside of us, some Amish folks were actually caught owning and operating cell phones. When the emergency alert went off, it exposed certain members who owned the phones. In practically every Amish community across America, its traditionalist members have ditched the conveniences of modern tech, including cars, computers, and mobile devices. But for some of the sneakier Amish who decided to smuggle a phone into camp, an abrupt nationwide emergency alert test certainly caught them off guard. The wireless emergency alert took place across the U.S. on Wednesday to test the government's warning systems. Almost everybody in the country received a message coupled by a screeching noise on their phones between uh, 2.20 and 2.50 p.m. Eastern Time. I think it actually started a couple of minutes early, 2.18. Former Amish church member Eli Yoder, which is like the most generic Amish name, right? It's like John Smith. All right, so Eli Yoder took to TikTok on Wednesday to reveal that several members of the community were landed in hot water after the alarm went off. First of all, how would Eli know? He himself is probably shunned, right? I mean, he's using TikTok. He has a mobile phone. How does he have the inside scoop? He said, quote, several Amish men got shunned by the Amish church for having smartphones in their pocket when the emergency alert system went off. Now, getting shunned from the Amish doesn't just mean a slap on the wrist. It involves a painful separation of a person from their community. It's like when you leave the Church of Scientology. Current members aren't even allowed to be in the same room as you. I learned this from Leah Remini, my queen. Uh, All right. Uh, After getting caught red-handed, three Amish told Eli that they'd have to keep their head down for a while due to getting caught with the contraband. Quote, one guy said the elders were coming in his driveway and they were there to speak with him about something they heard about him and that he might have to get shunned. Right as that was going on, the alert went off and it was in his pocket. Now he's getting shunned for both. You know, why they were there to shun him in the first place and then now the cell phone thing as well. Double shunned. I guess shunnings don't last a lifetime. Like, Like you could be shunned for a month or something or a year not a permanent shunning. You know, recently I was curious about Amish. Specifically, are people sexually attracted to Amish women? Like, is there an Amish fetish? Now, intellectually, I knew, of course, of course, there's going to be Amish porn. If you can dream it, there are people who will beat off to it. But it's so funny because the Amish people's whole thing is about like being plain. 
And like, uh, I, I lived in Northeast Ohio and uh, there were some Amish people there. Wasn't like a huge Amish community, but uh, nearby, uh, you know, in other pla- in other areas of Ohio and Pennsylvania, there were, uh, you know, a large uh, Amish communities. So occasionally, like in Ashtabula, there would be a group of Amish people that that uh, came by and would go to Walmart or something. And my God, did they stink? I don't know. Like not having technology is one thing, but water is not technology. You know, uh, plumbing is not that advanced. Just bathe soap. I don't know what it is. Why? Why do Amish people stink so bad? Anyway, all of that leads up to ick. To, you know, for me, I could not. I can't get that out of my head or my nostrils. So I would never in a million years masturbate to uh, the 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 sights and sounds of Amish people. But it is a thing. You know, I just did a search for Amish on one of those sites. Amish girl goes anal. Time to breed. Being Amish. Come swapping. That seems pretty fancy for the Amish, right? You'd think Amish sex would be pretty plain. A missionary, very quiet. They'd be leaving their socks on and stuff. Most certainly they'd leave their bonnets on. You know, porn is all fake anyway. I mean, these aren't real Amish bitches. I don't think, uh, like, look, uh, Amish ass liquor, bukkake gangbag sperm, sperm swap. Amish woman offers pussy to hung stranger. What happens behind the barn raising Days behind the barn raising. Am I right? Well, there you go. If you're interested in Amish porn, oh my God, Pornhub and X-Hamster, they've got you covered, baby. All right, that, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. <laughs> Happy Indigenous People Day. Do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Well, I love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Hope you're following me on social media. I've been posting a bunch of stuff. I uh, was doing some uh, video test stuff because, you know, I'm always under the impression, oh, I'm going to start doing YouTube videos again. And that'll last like a fucking week before it ultimately fizzles out again. Where I'm like, oh, I've got too much shit to do. I got to do a goddamn show every day. And now you want me to do videos? It's too. Then I get angry with you, even though you didn't ask for this. This is all just me. But now I'm angry. Well, what the fuck do you want from me? You want too much from me. I'm only one man. Uh, but anyway, I was messing around with uh, video stuff and I recorded me singing once again uh, the Amen theme song. So I posted that on Facebook. It's been a while. I'm a little rusty on that. And then also I found uh, this photo of Shane Lee. Hi, everybody. This is Shane Lee. That Shane Lee. Also the Shane Lee who may possibly have fucked like a toddler. That Shane Lee. Anyway, Shane Lee has got to be like, what, four or five hundred pounds. He's a big boy. And I found this great community post from him. He says, uh, how I can exercise without moving. And it's a picture of him shirtless. I guess it's supposed to be him exercising. I just love this idea that Shane Lee has figured it all out. He's cracked the code. He's figured out a way to exercise without moving his body. And then to top it all off, he shows off his physique. And it does not look like <laughs> like he's losing any weight. I'll have to check in on uh, Shane Lee's YouTube page. We haven't featured any content from him uh, recently. All right, let's do a couple real quick voicemails, and then we will uh, we'll wrap things up for today. Timmy Boo, it, I don't know what the heck day it is. Oh, it's, it's the 6th of October, and I'm listening to your 29th of September show in which someone is saying that you need to have an SOS signal for Lord Douche 
do. Oh, yeah. So if I die, right. If, if I die, uh, Lord Douche will have instructions on how to post or how to first notify you freaks that I am gone. And then also, if there's any um, pending episodes of DV that are in the can, <laughs> he can post them. To put out when you actually die. And I like how you guys aren't worried about my death. You just want to make sure all content that I have is available to you. I, I think actually, and, and hear me out on this, I, I think actually the only, the best way is for you to record your own announcement that you've died right and, and put it in the can and have everything ready so record right. yes, your yes. final episode and 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 just put it in the can yeah, i talked about this on the show maybe it was on a sideshow exclusive episode i thought i should have like a final like death episode of dv ready to go and then i was thinking well maybe every year or every couple years i should update that episode like do a new death episode you know because things change Maybe the content isn't uh, so fresh for my death anymore. So I'll have to like update the death show and then I can uh, sort of post the first death show if I'm still alive. Can, or, <laughs> or Lord Douches can and, and, and have it ready to go and yeah. leave those explicit instructions. And may you live long. Thank Fag. you. Oh, Love you. Love you too. Actually, Lord Douche is not even around this whole weekend. He's been gone. I don't know where he's at. He may have left me. Uh, no, he's visiting family. There was a, uh, a mild crisis that he had to help out with. Nothing major, but it was uh, like last minute. He's actually down in Florida, our most fucked up state. Hey, Jim, Sam from Maryland calling. Real hard-hitting question for you. When it comes down to it, if Lord Douche were not in the picture, would you fuck Mead Skelton? Assuming, you know, he'd be down for it. Huh. Now, that is a question. Now, I, I, I should preface this by saying I am in no way shape or form attracted to Mead Skelton. I actually find his body shape off-putting because it's not human. It, I mean, it, it, it's not found in nature the way he's built. He has done some wacky stuff with corsets or something. That being said, even though I, and I, I'm being 100% honest when I say this, I am not attracted to Mead. However, I think I would fuck him. The caveat being that I would have to be able to record, at least audio record, the sex session. Because you've heard the noises that come out of his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would love to hear what Mead's <laughs> orgasm sounds are. Or just sex moans in general. I think the whole inner... Plus, you know, he's never had sex. I would just, I would just love to get his reaction for the whole shebang, you know? That's why I would have sex with meat. I'd do it for you guys, for the show. More importantly, for the lulls. Yeah, I want to breed meat skeletons tight little boy pussy. Although, uh, I bet you he would be just a messy, messy bottom. Because, you know, he's always having stomach issues, shitting problems. I am not getting out of that sexual escapade unscathed. <laughs> be traumatized shit dick all right uh thank you very much for the calls that's all the time we have on this edition of the show watch you guys to email me show at distortedview.com distortedview.com is our official website voicemail line for you 206-666-4463 that's 206-660 oh god is it oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs>
what an annoying laugh I have. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the program. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.